Good evening and welcome to the Peculiar Podcast. It'll be good morning to some as you'll get this the next day or two, maybe next week. Um, We just want to thank you for listening. It is January the 24th and it's a Sunday of 2021 and we just want to again thank you for coming in and listening and being a part of our podcast and we just want to thank the Lord for each and every one of you as we're going through this new 2021 season. Uh, Tonight or today we're going to look at who do you trust? When it comes down to it, who do you trust? Who helps get you through? Who is your guide? And we're going to look at um, a scripture in Psalms chapter 91, and we're going to look at the first three verses. So it's Psalm 91 and verses 1 through 3. And like always, we'll start off with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the day that you have us living in. Lord, we just thank you for this podcast and those who are willing to listen and receive and hear your word so they may be blessed. Lord, I just thank you for moving me out of the way to be what you want me to be and just be a vessel. And you're able to shine through me and speak through me, Lord. Lord, use me up. Fill my cup, Lord, and let me speak the goodness the mercy, the grace, the peace, the love and joy and truth that you have given me, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for each and every person, Lord, that may and may not know you in the pardon of their sin. Lord, give them peace and grace that they may find Jesus Christ. Lord, and if they've already found him, Lord, that they repent and turn back to him. Lord, we just thank you for each opportunity that you give us. We love you, and we bless your name each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, I said we're going to be speaking from Psalm 91, verses 1 through 3. I know I've said that a lot, but I want to get that in your spirit. And we're going to be talking about who do you trust. So like always, we're going to get in here. We're going to read verses 1 through 3, starting with verse 1. It says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Will I trust? And then verse 3, Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. Bless your name, Jesus. So that's Psalm 91, verses 1 through 3. And we're thankful for that bit of scripture. We're going to make it work for us in this time. And again, our topic is, who do you trust? In this day and time, it feels like there are not many who uh, can be trusted most people in this life would like to think that uh, other people can be trusted. And a lot of times, trust just wavers um, because folks don't keep their word. They don't try to keep their word. Um, they don't try to do what's right or do the right thing. And they're, at times, they're just 
focused on self and selfish gain. And in Scripture, the Lord says that that'll come in the later days or in the latter days. And you'll see more focused on self and selfish gain and things that are not of God and of his fruits of the Spirit. So you got to keep that in mind. It's sad in one sense, and it's not how God intended for his people to live and be in this world. So we're not taking a page off of God, uh, taking a page out of God's book when we're doing that. We're actually functioning in the opposite of the Holy Spirit. We're functioning in evil. So we just got to think about that and get our focus right and try to do the right thing. Um, just the slightest mistake can make somebody not trust somebody else and not trust one another. That comes from all people. We all do it. Um, and that type of thing, it doesn't discriminate. It could be you tomorrow, me the next day or me today. So we just have to think about it and change our mental focus and see where we're at. Now, I've always been a believer. Trust is earned between humans, um, but with God, it's different um, in the sense that we can't necessarily earn his trust. We, he, we have to trust him. He already knows what he's going to do with us, so that's out the window. Now, when you're dealing with humans, we have to build that relationship, build up that trust, and see what goes on from there. Now, when you accept and believe in Jesus Christ and God, um, trust, in my opinion, comes a little bit easier. I mean, it's hard at first, but once you build that personal relationship, it becomes easier because you see things and you go through things. And then when it happens again, you've already seen that. My pastor always talks about seeing things that you've seen before and you take those mental notes or you take those notes physically and you're like, man, I've already been to this bridge. How did I cross it the last time? Um, how did I get through it? So it ramps things up and gets you to where you're supposed to be. Now, trusting God, um, it, it's a great thing. Trusting him is what we're supposed to do. And the thing is, you just got to know that he cares for you and he has your best interest at heart. And Jesus cares for you. That's why he went to the cross and died for your sins. So trusting God and Jesus Christ is something that it, it becomes essential. It becomes something that we we need and we have to reach out for and we have to go get it. We have to go put our faith in him and trust and believe that he's going to do the things that he said he would do. And those things that he said that he would do are promises. And he made his promises to his people. And he always follows through on those promises. He's not like man. He's not like woman. He's not like folk where they say they're going to do this or that and then they fail you. But that's human nature because we're created in his image and his likeness, but we aren't him. Now, he can do anything but fail. He can do anything but lie. He can do anything but deceive. He don't do those things. God is an on-time God, and he promises you, and he delivers on his promises each and every time. So we need to get comfortable with that, be thankful for it, and know that he cares, he loves us, he will fight for us, and he will give us peace and rest if we ask. If we go to him in prayer and supplication. Now, 
in verse 1 of Psalm 91, it states that the person who lives in the secret place of God will be under his shadow. And notice it says under. So that's a covering for us. It's a particular place where we can be up under him. And it's like an umbrella almost. So um, it says that secret place. And it talks about the secret place many times in the Bible. But um, you have to be willing to accept his covering and protection. So what he's trying to do by us living in his shadow is just think about what a shadow does. It, it, it shows out who the person is, but at the same time, it, in God's sense, he, he's watching over us. So basically, it's a hiding place. And my Aunt Melanie used to sing a song about a hiding place in Jesus. And that was a sweet, sweet song. And every time she sang it, I was a little boy. And it just took me there to know that I could have rest in Jesus. Even at that age, it was simple enough that I could know that my rest came from the Lord and in Jesus Christ. So there's a, a hiding place in the Lord God and Jesus Christ from your enemies. So we had to go to that hiding place and let him stand strong for us. We're living in a time where uh, we need God's protection from from other people from sickness, from disease, from just wickedness, spiritual wickedness that's in this world. So we got our hiding place, but you have to know that. You have to get in this word to find it. Now, God provides. Um, he provides us with all that we need. And I've said that. He provides us with each and everything that we need. He cares so much for us and so much that he gave his son. That's amazing love. He wants his people in general to turn to him. So that's part of that repentance piece that even if we've been away from a while, we for from him for a while, we can go and repent and still turn back and turn from our wicked ways. And he'll cover this land and take care of us. He'll get us to where we need to be. So we have to think about that. We have to focus on it. We have to get it to where that personal relationship goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And that builds that trust. So if you're trusting God, you're going to have a deep relationship with him. That's amazing. And again, like I said, in that verse one, it's, it's talking about the shadow and being under God's shadow. And that's just a covering for us. It's a protection mode. It's where we can go to to know we're being taken care of so that hiding place is in jesus is in god now in verse 2 the writer says that they're speaking of the lord as their refuge so if we go back and again verse 1 it talked about dwelling that's a place to live or a specific place to be to get comfortable um that's where you're at and this refuge is a safe and sheltered place from the trouble and danger from the enemy. So it's good for us to be able to be in that shelter and that refuge. This means he's going to make it safe. He's going to provide. He's going to take care of you there. And he's going to keep you from danger, hurt, harm, and then it talks about him being a strong fortress. And that fortress is, again, it's, it's that shelter. It's that built-up place where you can go to. 
And in this scripture, he exclaims that in God, they will put their trust. Now, that stood out to me because we're talking about trust right now. So when you put your trust in God, he's going to take care of you. If you don't put your trust in God, you're going to walk around and be in that wilderness. So put your trust in him and then he's going to take care of you and you can walk together like Adam walked with him in the cool of the day way back in Genesis. And he had trust. There was a trust relationship factor there when he started out. Now, many people at this day and age, and they've done it through history, uh, put their trust in a man or a woman or in money or in food or in just these worldly things that God didn't intend for us to put our faith and trust in. Our trust truly needs to be in God and his son, Jesus Christ. When we do that, it's just going to elevate that relationship and it's going to make it deeper. And then we're going to get more comfortable. We're going to be safe. We're going to have more peace and be rested. There is a resting place in Jesus. And we got to find that. We got to find that. We have to go get it. As they say, we have to get up and just do it. Not Nike, but Jesus, just do it. When we do that, we'll find ourselves in comfort enjoying in peace and we'll also find ourselves more content so put your trust in him we used to say we used to do a rap um when we were in the choir at our church when we were younger and um it said put your trust in him he can make a way he'll walk right beside you each and every day he'll put money in your pocket and food on your table i'm telling you what i know god is able and that was the name of it god is able so he's able to do anything but fail. Like I said before, he won't cheat or lie. He'll just give you the truth. And and my cousin, TC, rapped that. And I always looked at him. We always get smiling, get hyped up because it's real. God takes care of us. And I still look back at that as one of the moments where we really were serving and working for God at a young age. We didn't even understand it. But he brought us this far, not to leave us. And in the last verse, the scripture says, surely, now capitalize that, surely, and that means indeed, it's going to happen, it will, Jesus will, as we sing at our church, he will deliver his people from the hunter, that's what a fowler is, it's a person that hunts the fowl, that's the birds and the the chicken in your, yes, I said chicken, and you all know, if y'all know me, I love my chicken, that fowler, but God's going to keep his people away from that hunter, the enemy, the evil one, Satan, the deceiver. So you got to stay focused on Christ. When you stay focused on Christ, see, I'm so hyped right now. I'm poking myself in the head because I got to keep that mental focus and to keep my trust in him. The writer also states that the people will be delivered from the noisome. Now, I looked up the word noisome and it said... It has a bad smell. It's unpleasant. And just, this is the word I liked. It's just nasty. And I used to watch a show called Meet the Browns. And Mr. Brown, when he didn't like something, he thought it was nasty. He'd spell it N-A-S-T-E-E-E. -E -E. Now, that's nasty. So, we, in our family, we laugh about that and talk about it being nasty. So, this noisome pestilence. And it's it's... Something that's gross, 
nasty and it's very unpleasant. And a pestilence also is something that, you know, it's a sickness, it's a disease, it's an epidemic, or something contagious that you could pick up from somebody else. So, just those infectious diseases. But when I say that, look at our world right now. We're talking COVID-19. We're talking, it's called coronavirus, same thing. Look where our world's at right now. And if you read the book of Revelation, it talks about how it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And those pestilences and those sicknesses and diseases are going to happen even more. And they're going to be worse than what we see right now. So this is just a precursor to what's going to come later on. But you have to have your faith and definitely your trust in God that he will deliver you from it. He can deliver anybody from COVID-19. You just have to believe it. You have to trust it. If Jesus could take his hands and heal a blind man, heal the sick, heal the shut in, bring people back to life. Hello, Lazarus. Hello, little girl. If Jesus can do that, he can do it for you. Just think about that. Take a moment and think about that. This word of God speaks to us and you have to get in him and read it to be able to know what he's saying. And if it's speaking to us, if we don't read it, we miss it. We don't hear it. And like in Revelation, like I always say, those that hear the word will be blessed. God's word, not mine. Hear the word and be blessed. You can go look that up for yourself in Revelation. Now, who should we trust during this pandemic? As they say it is. God Almighty, no doubt. We shouldn't fear. This is a fear-mongering tactic that they got going on. Is the virus real? Yeah, it's real. Just like the flu's real. Just like anything else is real when you get sick. But who will bring you through it? God Almighty. And you're when you're talking about God Almighty, you're also talking about Jesus. And the blood of Jesus Christ can cleanse our soul. It can heal us. And it can keep us in the right mind, our right spirit. And it can make us whole. In the end, trust God. He is the one. And when you trust him, I guarantee he's going to take care of you. I thank God for this word right here. So read the rest of Psalm 91. That was just three verses. I could have went on forever, but I'm already almost at 20 minutes of sharing with you. But seek him while he may be found. Put him first. Matthew 6, 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Yeah, that's true. So if you do that and you're seeking him, you're putting your faith and trust in him. Who are you going to trust when it comes down to the nitty gritty? God or somebody just out there that Satan can just get in and pose and lie and cheat and deceive and steal all those nasty things n-a-s-t-e-e-e -E -E. mark it down write that word down nasty but when you get the love of god my goodness he's going to take you somewhere you've never been he's going to rock you in a cradle of his love and he's going to remove all your scars your pain he's going to hide you in that hiding place so look to god trust him
When your trust is in him, your faith is in him. When you accept Jesus, it's a great thing. Hello, lights and walls. Jesus is the way. I've heard it a couple times this week, and I've seen it on Instagram. I've seen it on Facebook, and people just post. Is there more than one way to heaven? And I watched a video the other day with Steve Harvey on it, and he was talking about Christianity and Islam and how there could be intertwined and this and that and how Islam's a religion of peace. And I said, Steve, I didn't talk to him for real, but I was talking to him while the video was going, Steve, there's only one way to heaven. And the Bible says it. And that's through Jesus Christ. You can't see the father without going through the son. When you do that, and you go to the Son, you'll see the Father. The Word says it. God's Word says it, not mine. Science is cool, but who made science? The Creator. And His name is God, Yahweh, Abba Father. And with Him that was there was His Son Jesus that He gave, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And the Holy Spirit, don't blaspheme it. That's the worst thing you can do and it's the unforgivable sin trust god follow him and be his let us pray dear heavenly father lord we thank you for this time we thank you for this word that you use me for right now lord use me up lord use the next person let them share it lord we just thank you for the time we thank you for your love your grace your mercy and your peace lord we mess up and we fall down like the song says but we get up and when we get up, we're picked up by you, Lord, and you give us strength, give us your might, your peace and your love and joy, Lord, and your tender, loving care, Lord, and we'll just continue to honor you, give you all glory and love you in Jesus name. Amen. We just want to thank you for listening to the Peculiar Podcast. Come back next week and see what we got, but go out and tell somebody to trust in God and trust in Jesus. Thank you.